Hello, how are you? Guess what? It's Monday. Well, we are thankful for a brand new week, and I hope you had a restful weekend. I hope you were able to have some fun. Um, it seems like the world is a lot. A lot is going on. So much is going on, but it just feels great to know that you have a father that is in charge of everything and he's thinking of you we're thinking to come back to lessons on my favorite um bible personalities and characters but today we are going to encourage each other and we'll be talking about the fact that god is thinking of you mm-hmm. um we know that God can think, right? I mean, the scriptures already tells us that in the book of Jeremiah, where he says, Oh, the thoughts I have for you are of good, not of evil. I think those there, there are several aspects of the scriptures that helps us to understand that God actually does have feelings, like he can get sad. I mean, there are times in the scriptures that says that, and he grieved the Lord that blah, 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 you know, and... Um, there are also times when um, the joy of God was also reflected. I can't immediately remember um, any of those passages now. But one thing that is very clear in the scriptures is the fact that God thinks about you. Yeah. So for me, that's so soothing that the one who is in charge and in control of everything has me in his thoughts. And I'm going to be sharing some of my recent experiences with you. But first, I want to tell you about this um, YouTube video that um, a friend had forwarded to me some months ago, almost a year now. It was by a guy called Carl Sagan. He's an American astronomer. And he delivered this speech, I think, in 1994. Uh, the video was tagged 1994. And it was on the topic, um, the age of exploration. So, as an astronomer, a craft which I highly, exp- I highly, highly respect. I remember when I was growing up, I actually wanted to be an astronaut until I learned that, oh, <laughs> maybe first my nationality as a Nigerian, um, being in Africa, my parents were not exactly that wealthy i would not have been able to go to the school of astronomy so i just bust that dream so i have great respect for astronomy and astronomers i think they are doing um a highly courageous work studying the stars and being able to give us more details about the planet that we live in but this guy he was talking about um i think i'm not sure if he's a professor um but his name is carl sagan please do feel free to look out for that his video on youtube and he was talking about um our planets so he described um earth the planet earth as a small blue dot which you can't dispute right because i don't think there's any other planet that has or any of the other stars that have been identified to be blue and our planet is blue because of um the elements you know that make up our planet and um, water oxygen hydrogen etc which may not be present in 
the other planets. I think from the research they have done, I don't think they've been able to find water in any of the other planets. So he said, oh, our planet is uh, a small blue dot. And in this small blue dot is all of us. <laughs> it's you <laughs> and I. And each of us feels like we are special. We think that the entire universe, and then he showed uh, on the screen, was displayed on the screen of the lecture hall where he was delivering this speech, um, was a display of um, the Milky Way galaxy, like a photo of the Milky Way galaxy, which is where uh, the planet Earth is located. And from that photo, Earth was just like, a dot, you know, when you use your pencil to write full stop, <laughs> you're writing when you're writing a sentence and you just put full stop, boom. So, that was just looking like a tiny dot in that picture. And some of the other stars were actually more prominent. And um, he was like, This is where all of us are in this tiny dot, and in this tiny dot, compared to this entire universe. And all the bright, I mean, some stars were so bright that in the picture, you could actually notice them. But Earth was just a dim, like, pale, small, blue dot. And all the other magnificent stars were around us. And he said, if we think that (laughs) the whole of these other stars were created for our benefit or created for us, or that we are more special than all those other stars in the um, in the Milky Way galaxy that we, we are delusional. <laughs> he said the delusion of, of humans is that we think we are special and that everything was created for us and that um, uh, we are the most important aspects of the universe. And I remember when I listened to that, I was like, what? I mean, this speech was long like one hour and just towards the end that he said this so i thought god so i just sat for about an hour listening only to be told that i don't matter and he in the end he said that nobody nobody is coming to save us nobody can help us that we are the only ones that can help ourselves um that we humans are all that we have you know, and we should know that the universe does not care, as in all these other big bright stars we are seeing and whatever it is that lives there does not care about you and I, does not care about us. <clears throat> First, I felt sad for myself that I spent my time listening to that. But then it's good because um, if you don't know something, you will not be able to treat or address it. So I was happy that I heard it firsthand. And I remember going back to the friend that had referred me to the video to have a conversation about it, like we discussed about it. Because first and foremost, I know that I am special. (laughs) I don't know about Mr. Carl Sagan, and I have great respect for his works. I'm sure he's older now. I need to even research him after this um, after this podcast to know what he's up to now i probably will tell you in the next podcast if i remember i have great respect for his work and i think the ultimate message he was trying to pass was that oh 
we need to take care of our planet we need to care more for our planet so that we'll be able to live in it because we'll not be able to live anywhere else and we are the only ones that can take care of our planet for ourselves i think that was the ultimate message i was trying to pass but in the course of transmitting that message he sort of passed the message like there was no god he also sort of um suggested that we are not special and like nothing cares about us and everything that happens to us just happens and um we need to try to make the best happen for us like <laughs> honestly i'm still trying to figure out what he was trying to say but from the questions he got from the audience i think it was clear to me that even the audience felt the way i i felt when i heard that message in fact i had to just play some minutes of that um speech again before recording this podcast so please feel free to reach out um to youtube and look for that video it's called um carl sagan i think they they wrote the lost lecture or something that 1994 and the topic is the age of exploration now why did i tell you all of this um i i i i told you all of this just to um first flash a light on some of the um conversation out there you know some of the things that have been said over and over again and how sometimes it even gets to us like and this is one of the reasons why we worry like you just feel like oh you have to figure out something you have to take care of something yourself you have to solve a problem if you don't solve it nothing it's not like we should just relax and um wait for someone to help us but my people <laughs> my people my people if you have a father and your father is more than able and you are not able to fix something rather than waste precious time is to go to your father and ask for help you can ask him for help while you keep trying and i assure you that he will come through he will come through he will definitely come through and because um mr carl sagan is an astronomer i like to also bring to you the fact that was recently uh, published by another astronomer he's called um neil degrasse tyson he's also an american astronomer of high repute and i watched this video of him um discussing this latest discovery and he was so he he looked so ecstatic <laughs> as he as he gave the news that whoa 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 that there was and there is a recent discovery that the four major atoms of the universe which are nitrogen hydrogen carbon and oxygen that these are the four major atoms of the universe in the sense that they are the most important of all the atoms in the universe and that each of these atoms are actually found in the human body yeah so the human body is primarily made up of these four 
atoms hydrogen carbon oxygen and nitrogen and it was like an aha moment for him actually that was how i felt watching him like he had just realized that oh wow that's <laughs> you are the universe you know you and the universe are in sync that you are the universe and the universe is actually in you because the major components of the universe are are in each and every one of us so therefore you are special because you live in the universe and the universe lives in you and when i heard him say that i was like of course of course the universe lives in me because the one who created the universe breathed life into me and formed me with its own hands whether you're male or female so um that's just one to let us know that we are very special now my testimony hmm. i remember this hymn um it's written by a man called es lawrence and it's titled thou thinkest lord of me i love singing hymns because um singing them helps me to just meditate on the meaning of the words the lyrics that i'm singing it takes me deep you know to that spiritual place and god helps to bring those lyrics you know to me uh whenever i need them so this song the first line says i meet the trials which i meet i meet the thorns which pierce my faith one touch remains supreme supremely sweet thou thinkest lord of me what do i need to fear when you are near and thinkest lord of me god is thinking of you god is thinking of me recently i i got up one morning and i i, I had been experiencing some really challenging times and um I got up that morning and I wasn't I wasn't able to pray. I just had this sense of heaviness. But I I said God, I thank you for another day. I actually said that out. I said God and I was still in bed because sometimes we feel like in prayer you have to take a particular posture and there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a um a posture of reverence when praying. It's highly recommended in fact. Um so I I strongly recommend you get on your knees when you can but if you're not able to you can sit you can stand you can take any posture but do not think that you cannot pray if you're not in a particular um posture or position you know don't feel that you cannot pray if you are not taking a particular posture that god will not hear you that's not correct i remember when i was in the university and please i'll still come back to my testimony when i was in school i believe i was in my second year at the time and uh, i belonged to this fellowship and one of us so in my in my campus we had the medical college there as well so one of um, my fellowship members was uh going to have an exam that day so she just came out of the hostel i remember i was just about to walk in to the hostel and i met another person uh 
we belong to the same fellowship and uh, while we were talking this other medical student who was one of us um that's a member of the fellowship she came through and uh, she was about to rush for exam i think they were having whether anatomy exam or something one of an exam that she was um <laughs> i would say it was very popular as being very difficult right so seeing her christian sister, sisters she was like oh um please she, she she spoke to the other person because i was relatively new like i think i probably was in my first year or second year I can't really remember, but I know that I was relatively new, but this other person had been in the same fellowship with her for a longer period, so they were more familiar than they were with me. They were more familiar with each other than they were with me. So she asked this uh, other lady to please pray for her because she was going in for her exam, and the lady said she could not because she did not have her scarf on like she she didn't have her scarf to tie her head so she could not pray and i just thought oh my word <laughs> so sometimes we allow religion to get in the way of our relationship with god uh, and i will encourage you to please be open be sincere with god because that thing you think you're trying to hide from him he already knows <laughs> somebody that knows your thoughts even before you think about about it but there's no need to hide anything just come out plainly so um i was sincere and i said god the way i feel i don't know i don't really feel like saying much but you know what's going on in me and i thank you for today i thank you for today and i i step i i um stay playing a christian music um, I, um that was just ministering to me and um that helped me i got up freshened up had breakfast and you know just went back to bed now before then i was already ill i was ill for some days and it was uh, almost impacting on my activities which was not making me uh, very excited and uh, coupled with that there were a couple of there were many other things that were going on so i just said god please i need your help i really need your help i think that for me i could be watching the tv and i would be speaking to god i could be reading and i'll pause and say god please and i mean he he's ever present he is ever present that's one message i want us to take away god is ever present you could be you could be in a meeting and you need god to or you need to talk to someone about something just talk to god first (laughs) you know when you you know there are times when you're just itching to gist someone something. You can just, you can actually gist God. Instead of picking up that phone and calling somebody else, you can, you can gist God. Instead of gossiping with someone, <laughs> you can tell God, ah, this girl, she looks fine, though, or this guy is doing really well. I wish I could do as well as that. Ah, God, I don't know. I'm beginning to feel jealous, and I know it's not good to be jealous or envious. Please take away this spirit of envy or jealousy from me. Ah, God, please. You know, just he's your father, and beyond being your father, he's your friend, you know. So 
I I spoke I spoke with my father. <laughs> oh, I spoke with my father and I said, "Lord, I don't know the way I'm feeling now, but I'm I really need your help. I really really need your help." And genuinely, I think mean, from the depth of my soul, it was clear that I really needed God to help me. So, I had breakfast and I went to sleep. Uh shortly after that, uh, when I got up, um I got up some hours after, <laughs> not shortly. I got up some hours after I woke up from sleep. I thank God again. I just said, oh God, thank you, but I'm still feeling a bit heavy. Please help me. All of this, I was sitting down, right? And I was, and I reverenced the Lord, actually. I reverenced the Lord. And my preference, like I said before, if you can, please take a posture of reverence when you're speaking with God, but don't allow uh, the posture and all those religious connotations. So you have to cover your head, you have to close your eyes, you have to put your hands together. You know, don't allow all those things to inhibit you from communicating with God because the Lord is already in you. For as many that believe in Him, He has given the power to be sons of God and the gift of His Holy Spirit. So if you believe in God, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is already in you. So, excuse me. So, um, by the time I got up, had my 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 lunch, um, tried to uh, do some studying and uh, just a few other things, I got a call, and it was a friend who I had not spoken with for a while. He lived in another con- uh, another continent. But the Lord actually laid me in his heart. So when the scripture says that God is omnipresent, he's everywhere. And he controls, as in a God, <laughs> he controls everything. And he, God raised this person to remember me. I did not prompt him. I had not said anything to him. But he called me. And for two hours, and this guy is very busy. He has a very uh, busy schedule um his life is really very heavy because he is a person of high value and um in the in the corporate world they they try to suck out as much value as they can from him so he i know i know what his shadow looks like and i know what two hours um means to him and he took two hours of his time speaking to me um without me asking he was just saying all the right things hitting the right notes because i remember one of the things i said to god was like god i know that i know that um you know what the challenge is i know that you are with me but i actually need physical help i i need i need to feel the human physical help you know because when god saw adam alone in the garden and said oh it's not good for man to be alone. It's not like uh, Adam was all alone there. I'm sure there were heavenly beings coming to visit him, you know. Uh, uh, but that wasn't enough. <laughs> so God knew that he needed another human being. So there are times when we also need people um, to come into our situation. And don't be afraid or ashamed to ask God for that. And that was what God did for me. So this friend called me and he encouraged me um and he helped to he gave me all that i needed to pull me out of the situation that i was in at the time i became stronger better and while we were speaking a very senior friend of mine 
sent me a very lovely uh, birthday gift now my birthday was months ago <laughs> and this was the time god raised that person to say hey remember nena on her birthday you did not give her anything so this is the right time for you to send her um this birthday gift and he sent that birthday gift to me and i was i was just like oh my god like it was it was a bit challenging for me to take everything in because i was still on the phone with this other friend when this birthday gift came in and i was like god like i was not expecting it i was not expecting it so that was like god saying to me like hey don't try me i got you <laughs> i've got you girl i just thought i smiled i said god you you indeed do have a great sense of humor like you are just too much so my day ended on a high and all of these transpired within 2 hours like i was speaking with this friend on the phone and another friend within the same 2 hour period was sending me this fabulous birthday gift for a birthday that happened months back my <laughs> birthday that happened months back so what can be more fabulous than that well it didn't just stop there i slept woke up and less than um less than 18 hours after i was at the airport and the holy spirit led me to sit next to these two ladies now they were sitting very close to the air conditioning system and it was very hot outside so by the time i got to that uh place i just wanted to sit directly opposite the air conditioning system so i know where they were sitting looked like it was already cramped but i just asked if i could sit next to them and they made room for me so i sat next to them and they were in this very interesting conversation Um I know <laughs> Chimamanda <laughs> maybe having some kind of influence on me because she says oh she likes to eavesdrop and um I participated in an event that she uh spoke um she spoke in some days ago and um as in some days before that that um airport um episode So she had mentioned again that oh she actually enjoyed is dropping on people and all that. Now it's not my habit to do that, but maybe I should I should do more listening <laughs> around me. <laughs> I should do a little more is dropping not deliberately, but if people are speaking I mean I'm, I'm not deaf, right? So rather than just tuning off, I could just um listen and who knows I could learn a thing or two that could change my my life and that was what happened because these two ladies were talking initially I was trying to organize my stuff you know getting ready for my flight and um all of that but they said something interesting that just made me pay a little more attention and I I was listening to the stories that they were telling the words they were you know using to encourage each other and i i got into the conversation <laughs> you know i asked the question and they were more than welcoming to bring me into the conversation and we had a wholesome discussion and at the end by the time i boarded my flight i had made two additional connections those ladies were highly impactful ladies they, they were great connections for me to have um in my in my um 
network and they had high spiritual value as well so i'm very very happy that god uh, struck those connections for me and i could actually see god at work again like at this time i really needed people i really need people like that so um by the time i boarded my flights i with all the joy that had you know bubbled up in the past 18 hours or thereabout you know from the call the gift these fabulous women that i met the enriching conversation that we had um i just started another conversation with the lady that was sitting next to me on the flight she was a younger lady and um, it turned out that she she actually needed um, some kind of encouragement so with all that God had infused in me in the past 18 hours, I was in a very good position to be able to encourage her as well. So the Lord had pumped me up and he used me to um, to encourage her. And by the time we landed at our destination, she was also another connection that I had gained. <laughs> so in less than three hours, I had in, in less than 24 hours, beg your pardon, I had made three fantastic connections. Yes, I had made three fantastic connections. That's how amazing God is. And those ladies I met at the airport, by the way, we were each traveling to different locations, right? So and guess what? The three of us had met each other for the first time. I mean, the two ladies I met at the airport plus I, we had all met each other uh, for the first time. Those two ladies had not met each other before and I had not met them before either. So we were, we just struck a new connection um, when we met each other. And it could only have been God. It could only have been God. There are great professional con- uh, connections to have, great spiritual connections to have. As a woman, uh, there are older women and there are people I'm sure that they would help me on my journey in womanhood. And what can be more um, um, amazing than the fact that the joy and the, um, the strength that God gave me through all those meetings plus the conversation I'd had with my friend and the gift that God has sent to me through my other friend. God used all of that together to help this other lady that I was sitting next to on the flight. And she she wasn't um she's not even a Christian, right? But we were able to have that wholesome enriching conversation and by the time we landed we exchanged contacts and um, we have since followed up so all three of us now or should i say four of us the lady who sat next to me plus the other two ladies that i met we have all reached out to each other since we got to our respective um, destinations i mean god is god is um He's more than amazing. I don't know the words. I mean, I I think I need I need to learn from David. Ah, King David, please come and teach me how to praise God. <laughs> please teach me how to praise God. I don't know how King David used to manufacture. Or I don't know how he used to how he just used to. He was so creative in extolling God. He, he I don't know how he used to do it. God, please give me that spirit of praise. Help me to learn how to come up with these these words of praise because my heart is just filled with gratitude 
my heart is so filled with gratitude in less than 24 hours god had raised people to lift me up he had added invaluable connections to my life and he had used me to also impact another life i mean god is too much so as we begin this new week and the world goes off in its hustle and bustle i mean in a place like lagos for example lagos nigeria people will say oh i'm not here to count bridges so <laughs> please i remember there was a time i was at ikeja and um, i had gone to get my hair done so by the time i finished i i was a bit confused because i didn't i, I wasn't resident in that area I had gone for a program and um, just decided to get my hair done. So I was wondering uh, whether I should take a cab or book an Uber. So I just stood at the bus stop um, trying to figure out what to do. And <laughs> if you've been to Ikeja before or in Lagos, you would observe that people sell by the roadside. So there was this lady, she had her wares by the road. And um, because it was getting dark, people were really in a hurry to get to wherever, you know, maybe their homes. And uh, somebody just bumped into her and the person said sorry. <laughs> but this other lady was not having it. She, the, she, pushed the lady, she pushed the person back. I can't remember if it was a male or female who had bumped into her. But the person said sorry and uh, that sorry was not enough for her. She, she, she pushed the person back and she just blotted out and said, Please, I'm not here to count bridges. You think me too, I don't want to go home that you are trying to knock me over. <laughs> please don't uh, spoil my market kind of thing so yeah um we all we all just hustle 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 as they say um everybody just wants to make more yeah you know but i don't want you to forget that god is thinking about you i encourage you to lean into god lean on god lean into him and sincerely open up to him there's no point hiding anything from him because he knows it all so i encourage you to sincerely open up to god ask him for help jesus cares for you and do not hesitate to seek his favor in everything that you're doing everything oh i mean every single thing you're doing whether you want to catch a bus quickly you want to catch a train you want to drive you want to give that presentation you want to um, have a conversation you want to do your work you want to cook whatever it is there's nothing too big or too small to talk to god about i remember there was a time um I was almost going bald. <laughs> I was almost going bald. Like my my head was my my hair my hair was thinning out, and um, so then I used to have um, relaxers on my hair uh, for African hair. I'm sure a lot of African women will understand what I'm saying. So uh, I, and because my the texture of my hair naturally is. Um, I don't know they, they say see this and see uh you know various ha- uh, grade of afro hair i can't remember i'm not sure i even know what grade of afro hair my hair is but one thing i know is that it, it doesn't react very well to relaxes it is quite soft that's not to say that um you know it's 
very easy to handle when making so um at the time i used to relax my hair i noticed that it was thinning out falling off stunted it wasn't growing year in year out it was just the same length and it was going you know i was losing hair from the front and going bald gradually and i had to talk to god about it i said god please i don't know what's going on you know you said a woman's hair is her glory <laughs> please don't allow my glory to be taken away from me and i remember i just used to talk to god about it and he gave me this brilliant idea to uh, shave the hair off and i started again went afro natural and my hair is fabulous my hair is fantastic and i owe it to god so people will be like how can you disturb god about hair but please if i don't talk to god about it who will i tell (laughs) so please talk to god about whatever it is that you need in this week do not hesitate to seek his favor and what can you do for god in return the only thing you can do in return is to love him right back right love him right back and to demonstrate your love for him i encourage you to um, pay attention to the things that matter to him i think we did an episode on god's love languages i encourage you to um, go back and listen to that episode and if you don't have the time to listen to it i will just say the quickly what you can do to show god that you love him love your fellow human beings yes love yourself um obey god listen to what he's saying around you in you in his words and obey and give give your time give yourself give the resources give your intellect that he has given you all for his glory um if this message has blessed you please 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 share it with someone and let the blessing go around and before i leave i just want to pay honor to jacqueline saburido the most beautiful soul i've ever seen but i was not fortunate enough to meet she's a woman who taught me the practical aspect of forgiveness um, Jacqueline Sabrido, I shared her story on the uh, podcast about um, forgiveness. And shortly after that podcast, I had to go and read more about her again because I I, I referenced her in the podcast um, from the Oprah Winfrey show that I watched several years back. So I discovered in my recent research that um uh jacqueline actually lived for almost 20 years after that um, accident uh, she f- completed her education and she did a lot of other fantastic things in spite of uh, the challenges that life had thrown at her and she eventually died of cancer so maybe the cancer developed as a result of complications from all the surgeries that she had had from that terrible accident that she had um several years back but in spite of the fact that she didn't leave so she died in her 40s i think um she 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 she, she didn't live so long but she lived fully she was able to do all the fantastic things as, as many of the fantastic things that she wanted to do as possible she had left um her home country venezuela to go to um the u.s to study she was able to complete those studies she was able to 
uh, speak to people about um, intoxicated driving and the danger of that. So she wasn't intoxicated, but another vehicle that had an intoxicated driver ran into the vehicle that she was in, and um, she, she had she and other occupants of the vehicle had um, a very ghastly accident that um, claimed the lives of quite a number of people in the vehicle and changed her own life forever. And just watching Jacqueline not um, showing anger or annoyance um, with the the person that was responsible for that accident and his family, I think that's, that changed my life in a very strong way. So I'm just paying tribute to her. I'm honoring her. May God grant her soul rest. May God bless her family that helped her through those um, years that she uh, went through after after the surgery. She, at the time I watched the show, which was a few years after the accident, she had had about 50 surgeries. I've had just one surgery in my life, aside from the other non-invasive surgeries I've had. I've had one major surgery and I can tell you that it's not an easy thing. I can't imagine somebody living through 50 and she still had several others after those 50. So Jacqueline, may God grant your soul rest and um, may God bless you and your family. Thank you so much for sharing your life with the world. I'm grateful to God that I was able to come in contact with your story and it changed my life and I'm hoping that God will help me to continue to share your story and that it will change many more lives for good. Okay, people, I love you. Heaven is cheering for you. Thank God it's Monday. Let's go make money. Yay! Bye. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>